Do you live stream these when you do them on YouTube? Hey, shut it. We're going live. If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today. And please, gamble responsibly. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays. And joining me as always, the beautiful, smiling face that everyone comes to the YouTube to see, Connor. Connor, how was your weekend, buddy? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, Christmas weekend. Long weekend. It was a long Just holidays. And, yep. Yeah. It be exhausting. There's a lot of driving involved as well. Yeah. Not sleeping in your own bed. Oof. Yeah. It gets to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I will say I got kind of a uh, a brief uh, excuse from that for this holiday because of the whole COVID thing. Um, so I didn't have a lot of driving. Uh, got a lot of sleep, but yep. uh, granted, most of the sleep was on the couch because I was still you know isolating from everything. And then it came out today actually that. Uh, now, if you're vaccinated and you get COVID, you only have to isolate for five days. So, oh, I did not know. That. Are you 100% sure YouTube could kick you off because they're totalitarians? I I okay. did not know that, but I'm just saying <laughs> that would have been good to know because then I could have partook in a lot more family activities over this past weekend because yeah. I waited for the full 10 days instead of just the five. And it would have been a much more enjoyable Christmas weekend had I uh, had that been the case. But uh, look at you being too careful, and not looking out for the uh, dictators at uh, YouTube. I know, I know. How dare I? Yeah. Uh, Diz isn't here. Obviously, we don't have the voice of God. We don't have the Green Goblin. He's got work or something. I mean, I, me and Connor were under the impression that nobody works between Christmas and New Year's. Um, mm -hmm. But apparently he does, so uh, hopefully he will be joining us for Wednesday's episode, which brings me to my next point. We will be doing this week, like we did last week, where we have a Monday episode, a Wednesday episode, and a Thursday episode. So that way we can, uh, you know, spend time with families and friends and stuff like that on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and all that other good stuff. So the next episode will be on Wednesday. Uh, so Connor, I believe you have a couple questions for me regarding or related to football. Yes. So if you recall, I had this futures bet mm -hmm. of each of these teams to win the division. Mm -hmm. Four of them are correct as of right now. Okay. Okay. So I have the uh, Buccaneers have already cleared. The Packers have already cleared. Cowboys. And just one second, I can tell you the last one. Uh, my app closed on me. This is great. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Uh -huh. Yeah. So who I have left, uh, Titans seems quite likely. So I want to stop it there. That was my first question. Do you think the Colts could still possibly win this division? Uh, who do the Titans have left? Do you know? Don't they have to lose out and you have to win out? Correct. Um, okay. because, because they have the tiebreaker, they actually beat us twice uh, yeah. this season. Um, 
but I believe the Titans have... Oh, they have the Dolphins and the Texans. Which it's it seems highly unlikely that they would lose to the Texans. Or at least both of them. The, the the Dolphins, the Dolphins are kind of a question mark team, right? I mean, some mm-hmm. some weeks they look like they're the real deal playoff contending teams, and then other weeks they're losing like the Jets. So, um, the the Colts have, I believe, the Raiders and the Jaguars left. Um, let me see. They have Raiders and Jaguars. Nailed yep. it. So it. The, the thing that's worrying about me, too, is the Colts have been so hot of late that I'm kind of waiting for them to have that slip-up game. It, it seems pretty obvious at this point that the Colts are making the playoffs, which makes me feel really good, really happy. Should be make you really happy, too, because you're getting our first-round draft pick next year. Um, well, I was getting it either way. I don't want you to make the playoffs at this point because it'll be a higher draft pick. Right, right, right. But uh, first round is better than a second round, no matter how you shake it up. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I will say Carson Wentz made the made the passes that we were waiting for that he needed to make on Saturday. Okay. That 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 final touchdown pass he had to Patman in the back of the end, like in the back of the end zone, was yeah phenomenal. Like one of the better passes I've seen in my life. Um. So that's that's good. The problem, though, is the Colts, too, are just getting smashed with COVID. I believe four, at least four of their five starting offensive linemen are now out with COVID. Um, Darius Leonard was a late scratch against the Cardinals. He had COVID. Um, so I, I I would feel safe with that Titans bet, personally. Okay. So Titans should be a lock on that one. What about the Bills? Bills and Patriots, I believe, have yes, they have a tied record, but Bills are holding the division. They must have more uh, either division wins or uh, or AFC wins. Correct. So, both of them have garbage teams that they have left. So, I think the Bills should win that division. Uh-huh. The Patriots have Jags and Dolphins, uh-huh. and the Bills have Falcons and Jets. So, yeah, both teams should go two and zero here at the end. Yeah. So, second question is, this one's the much more difficult one, and this is the one I started with. The AFC North is a oh, free-for-all. Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. And I have the Browns. Okay. So, I was looking at all the scenarios for the AFC North, mm-hmm. and even though the Browns are two games back from the Bengals, the Bengals don't seem like they have that much of a lead just because they have the Chiefs next. Mm-hmm. And then they finish with the Browns. Okay. So they lose to the Chiefs and then lose to the Browns. The Browns take the division. Who the if Browns the Browns, have? they have the Steelers. Oh, boy. Right. So they oh. have to beat the Steelers and the Bengals, and the Bengals have to lose to Kansas City, which I think is very, very likely. So I'm, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about Cleveland winning two games in a row. I think they can beat the Bengals. I think they'll struggle with the Steelers. So the question is, do I cash out now since I have the Browns winning that division and get my $11 off my $1? <laughs> what, uh, what do you, how much money do you get if it hits? 
$195. Okay, okay. Actually, you're in a wonderful spot, I think. Really? All you... I, w- I would hedge before I would look at cashing out. Okay. So... That's the only one I'm worried about. I think Rams will take theirs. I thought right? the Rams already did. Or maybe they just clinched a playoff spot. They clinched the playoff spot. Okay. Uh, so... I wasn't even thinking about that. Who? So the Rams are up a game on the Cardinals, so the Rams just need to win one more, it looks like, and then they'll take the division. The Rams, I'm pretty sure, play someone terrible this week. Or maybe they play the Ravens yeah. this week. They play the... Oh, they just played the Vikings. Who do they have? They might have the Ravens, and the Ravens, with their torn-up defense, the, the Rams shouldn't have a problem. Okay. Wait, I have that up. Ravens have... Yeah, they have the Rams. Okay. I like the Rams in that one. I believe the Rams might be close to two two touchdown favorites. Could be. Is uh, Lamar in on that game? Uh, Lamar hasn't played in like three weeks, and it's not because of COVID. It's because of like an ankle issue. Okay. Um, Got you. So then I, if, if we're looking at hedge possibilities. Mm-hmm. What what's what's the uh, odds for each of the people in that in the AFC North? Uh, I can check on that. Just a moment. Okay. The division winners. Okay, so Bengals are the favorites. Uh, Ravens are second. Browns are third. Steelers are fourth. So Bengals minus two forty. Ravens plus 500, Browns plus 500, and Steelers plus 1,200. Okay. Gosh, I wish the Bengals weren't such heavy favorites. Um, I know. <laughs> so I I would honestly... So you could cash out and make 11 bucks right now is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So, and you've only spent $1. And you said, what were the Bengals at? Uh, minus 240. So you're basically losing $3. Um, yeah. I, I would do some some math and some digging around. If you put all a bunch of money on the Bengals, and then you could even just put a sprinkle on the other two, I think you mm-hmm. could find a way where you can net more than $11 no matter what happens. Okay. Because, I mean, even if you went and you put $90 on the Bengals, you get you get the 30 additional dollars if, you, if they win. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you put, I don't know, $5 on the Ravens and $5 on, you know. So I, I think there is a way, if you have the funds, where you can hedge this and – be completely like in the money essentially but again that's banking on that division being the only one that's up in the air well I, i'd say that's a pretty good uh, bet that that's the only one up in the air yeah ram just have to win one titans just have to win one or the colts have to lose one yeah. uh bills and patriots are probably both winning out most likely i mean that's the only thing yeah so yeah, I think it's just up to that division, which that one was a 
sucky one to choose from the beginning. That and the Rams one was yeah. just terrible to choose from the beginning. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Very difficult. Okay. Well, that's uh, those are the questions I had. Those are good. Those I, would are... Like, I would like for that uh, 195 to hit, of course, but I don't know how much I trust the Browns anymore. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... How how could you trust them after that uh, four interception game by Baker? Yeah, it's tough. That's uh, it's tough sledding. But you know me, I'm a big hedger guy. I actually did a hedge last night, uh, so I had a eight leg of all the NBA games last night, and uh, the first seven hit successfully, and the Nuggets had it in the bag. I was like looking good, looking great, and then freaking they blew it. But uh, instead of netting like 125, I netted like 40. 40 is better than zero. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, still still was positive, still made some money. But what, what could have been had the Nuggets just done what they needed to do? Well, I placed two uh, fourth quarter bets last night. I only told you about one of them. <laughs> so one of them was uh, a bet on the Bears. Yep. Yeah, they had just punted the ball away, beginning of the four or maybe ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. Just punted the ball away. They're down by only a touchdown. Okay, Nick Foles, the man. They even they got the touchdown and went for two and got it. And Russell just couldn't keep up. So that game got me uh, got me twenty five dollars. So plus seven hundred odds, placed three dollars on it. Yeah, it was great. That game, man, I was watching that game, and there were so many things that I was just like, this this can't be real. Like, what the heck? So first off, I thought even after all the miracles that the Bears pulled off, I thought they were still going to lose because they left the Seahawks so much time. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they were driving with, like, three minutes to go in the game, and they were, like, doing, like, no huddle, like, hurrying up. And I'm like... What are you guys doing? Like, I know you have to score, so you want to score mm-hmm. kind of quick. But normally giving a quarterback like Russell Wilson like a minute and only having to get in field goal range after you just went for two to try to, like, you know, win the game. And they had two timeouts. Yeah. Normally that's like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So I was like, they're going to lose this game even though they just went for two and, like, acted like the game was over. But also, yeah. if you're the Seahawks on that two-point conversion – the guy was literally in your arms. How are you not like just holding on to him, holding him up in the air, and just take, literally carrying him out of bounds? Yeah. The, the and the dude was a small guy too. It wasn't like Jimmy Graham. It was some little tiny wide receiver, and you're like a linebacker or a safety or anybody. Like all you have to do is just hold on to him up in the air and like carry him out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And instead, they let him come down and get his like knee in or whatever it it was literally insane and then before i get to that other fourth quarter bet uh congrats to lane johnson a much better wide receiver than rager will ever be or has ever been lane johnson getting his first ever touchdown let's go love a big man touchdown. love a big big touchdown yeah oh yeah so that leads me to my last fourth quarter bet. It was the Cowboys game. Okay. 
So I saw they were up 49 to 7. Yeah. And there was still a possible over of uh, 49 and a half. And I took the over and it got exactly 70. And I put $7 on it and cashed out $13. Wasn't bad. Nice. I was like, with the way this is going, I was like, it's like the end of the third quarter and they just each need a touchdown and this will hit. And that's exactly what happened. There you go. Easy money. Yep. No problem. So look for those uh, fourth quarter bets. Dude, I'm telling you, the, the live betting market, I mean, if you're watching a game, a lot of times it just seems to be wrong. Like, you can be watching a game. Like, we do it with hockey all the time, right? Maybe there's, like, three real quick goals, and maybe they're power play goals, you know, kind of one-off situations that probably won't continue for the rest of the game. And the over, uh, the over will jump to, like, seven and a half. And you're like, well, that's an easy under. Yeah. So you you just kind of got to look at the game and what's going on and make uh, make some make some bets. I mean, uh, I I hit a live bet on Christmas Day. I, I put uh, the Bucks at halftime were down like ten points or something, and I bet a money line at like plus three hundred, and that came home and hit for me. So yeah. you you, you got to keep an eye on the uh, the live betting. The live betting is where you can really make some money on on some. Some some bets. Not gonna lie, if I was paying paying attention, I would have taken the Chargers at halftime to win that game, and I would have lost some money. So correct. You look for the more consistent ball. teams. Yes, yes. Uh, there there is a chance, and I I haven't looked at it, but just off of principle alone, that I want yeah. to take the Chargers minus whatever or plus whatever whoever they're playing this weekend. Yeah. And, I, and I want to go against the Bengals this weekend. And the Bengals one's easier because the Bengals are playing the Chiefs. Yeah. But the Bengals have been so good these past couple of weeks that they're almost like due for a terrible game. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers literally just lost to the Texans. And so you can imagine that like the logic of these inconsistent teams where one week they look really good or really bad, the next week they'll look the exact opposite. I'm already looking at those teams for this upcoming week. All right. So just just something that was kind of on my mind. Does COVID concern you? Do you have concerns? Oh, I have so many concerns. So <laughs> many concerns. We, we talked about it. In any sport right now, it is almost irresponsible to bet any game like before, like an hour before the game starts. Mm-hmm. which doesn't leave you much time, especially if you're like me and you like to, you know, dig deep into the stats and the numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, it is, it is tough out there. I mean, everyone's like complaining about the NBA and stuff. I mean, I almost hit an eight leg full eight leg parlay yesterday because I waited for all this COVID news to happen. Yeah. And and, and I'm a big uh, injury report NBA better. And so for me, this is almost like easier for me because I can see, okay, who's out? Okay, that affects this team more than this person being out for this team affects this team. This spread doesn't seem right or that we should be on this side of the spread. So uh, the NBA landscape for me right now is actually a pretty good one compared to most people who are like, I don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. So now that we're in uh, NBA discussion. Yep. Uh, I just remembered that the other day there were multiple games that were like 
35 point differentials mm -hmm. like the wins mm -hmm. are there any games tonight that you would think of taking 35 plus i know we've talked about wanting one of those to hit mm -hmm. and i think now would be like the perfect time to take some of those i i would i would agree with you um The Boston-Minnesota one, I, I would almost say, but it sucks because Tatum just went out for Boston. Um, oh, really? But so for Boston – or for t the Timberwolves, Connor, what do we say about betting on the Timberwolves? Any of their three best players, if someone's out, you don't bet on them. And you know what's happening tonight? Are all three out? All three of them are out. Ooh. So – Boston, even even though Boston's like minus six right now, and their best Boston's best player is out, you still I still almost want to take Boston at that thirty plus range, like you were saying. Okay. Um, let's see if anything else jumps out. No, I, I think if there was one that you would take a flyer on tonight, I would think it would be the Boston-Minnesota game. Are you potentially going to take that? I Yeah, I, I'll, I'll take it right now. Okay. Let me pull it up, and I'll even let everyone know live what those odds are. All right, Boston, winning margin. Nope, winning margin bans. Uh, Boston Celtics, 31 plus at plus 41,000 odds. Winning margin bans. Okay, I got you. And I'm going 31 plus because that's, that's, the, that's the big dog. That's the one I've been waiting and looking for. All right. This hits. Diz is going to be sorry he missed this pod. Well, he's going to be sorry he missed the pod anyways, but especially if if that one hits. Oh, that would be amazing. It, it certainly would be. Um, Not for the Timberwolves, but... Well, yeah, <laughs> but it, it happens. Uh, do you want to run through the NBA slate quickly? Uh, yeah, we can do that. So, not going to lie, I took plus odds... Or, yeah, I took the points on just about every game, all but one game, just because I'm like, there's so much uncertainty that anyone could cover or win. Okay. I'm yeah. taking the extra points I get. That's fair. I did the exact opposite of you. Um, oh, you fool. I know. So one of us might be really, really happy tonight, and one of us might be really, really not happy. But um, So in the Charlotte-Houston game, you took Houston plus 7.5? I think I got them... Six and a half or six. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's it's floating around there. It's not abnormal in uh, the NBA, especially with all this COVID and stuff happening for those lines to fluctuate one or two points without any major like news happening. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Houston has everyone, but so does Charlotte. So these are two actually relatively unaffected teams by COVID. Um, but I just think Houston's been kind of cold lately, and uh, Charlotte's been kind of hot. So. That that was one I actually struggled with probably the most in the, in this late. Okay. Um, Chicago and Atlanta. Did you did you go with Atlanta here? I did. Oh, 
Chicago is currently four and a half point favorites. Uh, okay, I got Hawks at plus six and a half. Okay, okay. So not bad. You got some good closing line value there. Yep. Um, I I didn't realize this either when I made this bet, but apparently Trey Young is a game time decision. So there is a chance that your boy Trey Young could play for the Hawks. And if he plays oh. for the Hawks, that's a completely different Hawks team. Like 100% different. Yeah, a bunch of crybabies on the team at that point. But the the Hawks have a huge COVID issue right now. A handful of starters are out. Um, the Bulls have their fair share of uh, COVID issues as well, but uh, I don't think as many, and I really like this Bulls team anyways. Um, so I, I went with the Bulls minus the four and a half, or whatever okay. it is at. I don't know, whatever it's at. Uh Boston, Minnesota, we kind of already touched on. Uh, Minnesota, their big three are out, so I don't know who's going to score for Minnesota. And then for Boston, uh, their best player, Jason Tatum, is out with COVID, but uh, Boston, I think, is deep enough that uh, they can still handle Minnesota easily and hopefully handle them by 31-plus points. So somehow the line went the uh, other way since this morning because I got the Timberwolves at plus nine. Right, so it, the reason it went down was because the news of Boston's best player came out like middle of the day. All the other Minnesota mm-hmm. news was already out there, already well aware of it. But when you lose your top scorer, you have to expect that line to move at least some, right? Yeah. But I think the fact too that like a you know I don't know how much he's averaging, but he's probably he's probably averaging twenty plus points. But the fact that you lose a 20-plus point scorer and the line only moves three points kind of tells you that still Vegas and the betters and gambling community still thinks Boston should be able to handle business here. Yeah. Um, so this one, I actually went uh, – I took the points on this one. So the Utah Jazz are seven-point favorites against the Spurs. I took the Spurs plus the seven points. The Spurs have been a covering machine, and the Jazz have not. Jazz will win the game, but they cannot cover, it seems like. That is correct, and the Jazz best player is out tonight. Okay. So that made me feel even better. I think if he's even in this game, I still look at possibly taking the Spurs plus the seven. With him out, I feel really great about it. This was probably my easiest and favorite pick of the night. Okay. Oh, this one I struggled with too. Uh, Memphis versus Phoenix. Phoenix, eight and a half point favorites at home. That's a lot of points. Um, you know, it's there's, yeah. just, there's just no way around it. Um, the I I I went with Phoenix. I don't I don't feel great about it. I know this Phoenix team is probably a top top five team in the NBA, but they haven't really been covering this season. So I honestly don't hate taking Memphis here. The problem with Memphis is they've been inconsistent. Yeah. Um, that Memphis did get their best player back in John Morant, but uh, they did. They are out a handful of people due to COVID and this, that, or the other. So uh, that that one's kind of a tough one. I I don't feel great about that one. Did you Did you take uh, Memphis? Did you take the Grizzlies? Yeah. I, I don't hate that. Um, oh, this was another one I struggled with. Dallas versus Portland. Dallas so here Portland. I went for value. Okay. I took the Trailblazers money line. Okay, okay. 
Um, I think I ended up taking uh, Portland plus the one because I know you hate that. Uh, but, mm-hmm. again, Dallas' best player is out. He's been out for a few weeks now. Um, and But there there is a – oh, apparently uh, Trey Young is available to play versus the Bulls uh, tonight. So that does not bode well for my Chicago Bulls pick. But uh, the one thing that this game worries me about for Portland versus Dallas is mm-hmm. uh, Portland's best player, uh, Dame Lillard. He is a game time decision. If if mm-hmm. he if he doesn't play, this might be one that Dallas wins by thirty plus. So keep an eye on that one. That might be another one we add to the thirty one plus band margin or whatever. But. Yeah, I struggled with that one, but I also went Portland. Um, and then the final game of the evening, uh, Brooklyn Nets versus the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers were the team that broke my heart and made me lose that parlay last night by half a point. Uh, so I'm a little salty there, so I went with the Brooklyn Nets minus the three and a half points. But uh, the Clippers are without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard yet again. Um mm-hmm. I mean that's that's their lifeblood. They they paid all this money for those two players, and neither of them are playing, and so they just don't have depth. Um, they shouldn't have been in that game last night, but they were. This Brooklyn Nets team, I mean, they they're got a whole bunch of COVID and injuries and stuff, but at least they still have like James Harden, Patty Mills. Um, you know, they they still have a deep enough squad that I think they should be able to handle the Clippers here. I did take the Nets. This was my only favorite. Okay. And I really liked it. Nice. Nice. Okay. There you go. Ran through the NBA slate. And again, it's a it's a it's a tough, tough slate to go through with all these injuries and COVID things happening. Um in a matter of minutes, a line can change five points because you know, the star player of a team got COVID and is out for the next week or so and or, you know, like in this case, Trey Young. He just got announced that he can come back and play tonight. And earlier he was listed as out, like out, out, like no chance of coming back. So, yeah. I, I imagine that uh, Hawks line might move to like a pick em. It, But we'll see. We will see. All right, Connor. Let's, uh, let's talk dumbest dummy picks. How did uh, – I'll go ahead and let you start. How did you do on Friday? I think I only had two hit. I don't remember how many there were. I think you had seven, maybe? I had seven. So two and five. Yep. Yeah, but uh, I kind of hedged that Bears-Seahawks. I was like, if the over hits on this, then it's going to be by the Bears. Yeah, yeah, true. So made a decent amount off of it. I'm not too upset about it. I I went two and three. Um, I hit my two NBA player props, so Patty player props was uh, in full swing. Um, in the dumbest dummy competition, I am down 5.64 units, and you are down 13.02 units, and I am very close to just disqualifying Diz. Yeah. I keep asking him. I literally list out every single date. I say, okay, I need your bets and your results 
for these dates. And he says, okay, I'll look into it. Okay, I'll get to it. Okay, this, that, or the other. I still have not received those bets. He's going to come back and he's going to be like, yeah, I went uh, 3-0, and 3-0, 3-0, you know, all this other stuff. And he's going to be up like 10 units on us. But we have no idea where we stand or where he's even at. So yeah. I might just say, screw it. You're out of this competition. You're not a part of this. But we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what he comes back with. All right. What a rascal. Scallywag. <laughs> Rap scallion. Yeah, there you go. Would you like to go first with your competition bets, or would you like me? Well, how many do you have? One, two, three, four, five. Yes, I have five, and they're all player props. How many do you think I have? You have seven. I have 12. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. Hey, I'm down 13 units. <laughs> I need all of these to hit to but be even back in the game. <laughs> you're only down eight to me, though. Yeah, I'm going for gold, though. <laughs> Wherever gold is at the moment. <laughs> Wherever this mysterious gold position's at. That's where Connor wants to be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Knock, knock it out. All right, so I'm taking each of my uh, basketball picks. And the parlay... Oh, wait. No, I didn't take the parlay of them together on this one. So I have, to repeat, I have Rockets plus six, Hawks plus six and a half, Timberwolves plus nine, Spurs plus seven and a half, Grizzlies plus eight and a half, Blazers money line, Trail Blazers money line, mm-hmm. uh, Nets minus four and a half. Then we move on to the only football pick I have. I am taking the Santa Barkley boost because I am addicted to boost, even though they haven't hit yet for me for a while so i need a boost to hit for me tonight and that boost is kamara to have 50 plus rushing yards jalen waddle to have 50 plus receiving yards doesn't need anybody to win no no. two players yep doing their thing that they always do okay then craziness oh god hockey's back well it's back tomorrow Yes. Yes. And these are my picks yes. for tomorrow. Okay. Three games. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Lightning in regulation. Okay. Taking the Sharks in regulation. And I'm taking the Golden Knights in regulation. And then the last pick is all three of those parlayed together. I am fairly confident about those. Lightning have the Canadians. Sharks have. Who do the Sharks have? I don't recall. Some nobody, probably. <laughs> sharks have the Coyotes. Yeah, the nobody. <laughs> yes, I was very accurate about that one. And then the uh, Golden Knights have the uh, Kings. And we've always said fade the Kings in uh, basketball and hockey. So be confident about all three of those. Right on. Right on. Hockey's back, baby. I know. I've been missing it. And that's the reason I'm down so bad is because I can't rely on hockey. I mean, probably. And also, my parlays have been a little lackluster because I haven't had the hockey to add into it to kind of boost up the value. Without uh, looking, do you know who the favorite is to win the Stanley Cup right now? The favorite to win Stanley's Cup. Yep. Um, 
I mean, I feel like it still has to be the Lightning. It is the Colorado Avalanche. Really? That blows my mind. That is absurd. That is insane. So uh, let me uh, pull up the odds for the Lightning real quick. Because I think they have a fairly decent chance uh, winning the Stanley Cup. So, uh, people are pretty high on the Knights, it seems like, too. Yeah, yeah. Avalanche, plus 550. Mm -hmm. The Knights are second, Mm -hmm. plus 800. Uh, Lightning, well, I guess tied for second, uh, plus 800. And the Panthers, plus 1,000. I think the Panthers are going to go in and smack those three teams. The Lightning would be the only one I'd be worried about against them. Yeah, the the Lightning and the Panthers always are dogfighting it out. If they, if they play in a series, you'd have to imagine it goes seven games and then anything can happen. Um, mm. The Golden Knights have been kind of inconsistent. Um, they, they, they've been struggling to stay healthy. So um, if the Golden Knights, you know, run into an injury bug or COVID or something um, in the playoff stretch, they could they could run into some, some issues. But uh, I can't believe the Avalanche are the, Avalanche are the favorites. I I really cannot yeah. believe that. It seems like Golden Knights still have that issue of not being able to score on their power plays. Yeah. Not being able to take advantage of penalties. So, I mean, they're winning outright if they're not scoring on power plays, but if they could score on power plays, they would be dominating the yeah. NHL. Yeah, for sure. It's good. It's good. It's good analysis. I like it. Yeah. So uh, now that I had that tangent that I went off on, Uh, We'll go ahead and go to your dumbest dummy. (laughs) (laughs) So these are all player props. Uh, I wanted to take the boost, but every boost I've taken um, as a dumbest dummy pick has not worked. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to stay away from the boost for a day, an episode, see if I can hit a few of these. I hit a couple player props on Friday, so I'm sticking right there. So more of a reason that the boost is going to hit tonight because you didn't take it. I'll probably take it. I just won't take it as a dumbest Um, dummy. As a dumb dummy pick. You got to ruin it for me. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, everyone seems to be on that Santa Barkley one. It seems like too too good of a gift. In Barkley, we trust. That's right. That's right. That's something everyone says all the time. But my first player prop, I'm going Jalen Brown, 30-plus points at plus 116. Um, he is on the Boston Celtics, for those that don't know who he is. Um, this was one that I had to change the episode notes for because uh, before Tatum was out, his over-under was like 23 and a half. Once it was announced that Tatum was out, his, this over-under moved to 28 and a half. I boosted it up. I took the 30-plus points to get a little bit better value. But um, he has actually hit this line three of his last four games without Jason Tatum in the lineup. So when one of these two guys is out, the other one really picks up the scoring possibilities. He averages 30.4 points in games without him, so like in his career. So um, historically speaking, this is a good spot. And the Timberwolves rank 21st in points allowed. And as we mentioned before, the Timberwolves are missing a lot of their key pieces anyways. So I I like this spot for Jalen Brown to get 30-plus tonight. My next player prop, Mike Conley of the Utah Jazz, over three and a half rebounds at plus 122. Now, he is a guard. That's why this rebound number is so low. But he's actually hit this in five of his last six. 
including four straight games. And he actually had six against the same Spurs team two weeks ago. So pretty much every – or and to throw on top of it, the Spurs ranked 22nd in rebounds allowed. So pretty much every stat, trend, everything here points to him going over this three-and-a-half mark, and it's at plus money. So I really love that one. Um, this next one is a little bit of a player combo. So we got DeAndre Ayton over 18.5 points plus assists at minus 104. So this is another one. He's hit 8 out of 10 times in the last 10 games, and including 5 of his last 6. Um, and the Grizzlies ranked 19th in points allowed and 24th in assists allowed. So um, a good matchup there for DeAndre Ayton. He might get that with points alone. Any assists he gets is kind of just icing on the cake. Um, and then I got Dorian Finney-Smith of the Dallas Mavericks over 17.5 points plus rebounds plus assists at minus 104. Um, he has hit this line in seven straight games without Luka Doncic playing, and obviously he is out tonight as well. Um, he actually averages 20.5 points plus rebounds plus assists without Doncic, so even a little bit more of a leeway there. And then Portland ranks 26th in points allowed, 27th in assists allowed, and 6th in rebounds allowed. So I just think this line is just plain and simple wrong. Um, and then my final one here, Jimmy Harden. Under three and a half three pointers made at minus 180. I don't like laying minus 180, but this is how much of a guarantee this one seems like. Um, this is another one where I think the line is wrong. Harden has hit or has hit this line once in his last 10 games. One for 10, and they say, hey, but this is where his line's going to be at. He actually averages two and a half threes made this season, but only 1.7 in his last 10. And the Clippers rank 7th in 3-point percentage allowed and 6th in 3-pointers allowed. So I definitely love the under here uh, for Jimmy Harden. Three and a half threes is a lot of threes no matter who you are. Steph Curry even probably struggles hitting three and a half threes. Well, that's probably not true. But you, you, you understand where I'm getting at here, Connor. Yeah. So there you go. Patty Player props coming through for you. And what's really nice now is... Uh, with the exception of those player combos, uh, FanDuel will now allow you in most states, I think, to parlay, like a same-game parlay with uh, just normal bets. And so you can stack some of these player props together, including and add in with all your other picks, and you can get a nice little parlay together, which is something that you used to not be able to do. You would either have to choose between the same game parlay or you'd have to choose between the uh, the parlay of just the outcomes of the games. But now you can do a little bit of mix and matching. And uh, big, big fan of that. Yeah. All right, Connor. Uh, group best bets. So this is remarkable, but as a group, we are actually flat even on the month. Oh, on the month. Okay. Like literally zero. We haven't made any units. We haven't lost any units. We are exactly even. I mean, it was a rough month for betting. That's almost more impressive that we're even, I think, than making or losing money. Yeah. <laughs> Just in my opinion. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Bets. Um, so, so some of those hockey bets, were any of those within, like, the minus 150 range? 
the minus bets? A any of the hockey bets, were they your, oh. your in regulation bets or any of them around the minus 150 range? But you like those? Possibly. Uh, two of them. The Sharks, minus 145, and the Knights in regulation, plus 105. I like the Knights in regulation. Okay. So we'll make that a group best bet. We both agreed on the Spurs and the Nets. Do we just want to make those our other ones? Yes. Okay. So we'll take the Nets. Uh, where, are the, where are the Spurs at now? Spurs are still at plus seven. Minus 110? Uh, minus 114. Okay. And then the Nets are at minus four at minus 110. Okay. So there you go. Love it. Absolutely love it. Let's see. Let me put these in here. The Golden Knights. And for anyone that thinks I'm not paying attention when Patrick is talking, I am taking notes and I am looking at <laughs> bets and uh, current lines and stuff. He's, he's basically... not ignoring you. He's basically the podcast secretary, and it doesn't sound like it's a lot or that it's necessary, but it's been so e so much easier to keep track of everything when you do yeah. that. And so um, I don't know that Diz can do that, so we might have to just like hire a secretary. Be like, hey, can you take notes during this podcast and just like let us know all this stuff? Because it's a nightmare. I mean, even just trying to track down Diz's stuff, it's a nightmare. I was going to say, just... Uh... Just when he reads them off, he's like, all right, I got a teaser, and I just type in teaser. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. just whatever the odds are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Connor. It's time for the Hail Mary Parlay of the Day. And like I said, I was able to make this a Hail Mary Parlay of the Day because originally this was just kind of called the Decent Parlay of the Day where I was just parlaying all the NBA game results and I was only getting like 100 bucks off of it. But I was like, okay. that's kind of lame. So I added in three of my player props into the parlay. Right. And so now I ask you for a ten leg parlay. What kind of value? Or did you did you look? Did you? See? I looked. Oh, I okay. looked. Well, I'm sorry. Then, it is one dollar to win six hundred eight dollars and ninety nine cents, which sounds a lot better than one dollar to win one hundred, which is what it was when I was just looking at the seven legs. Yeah, it's one dollar to win ninety. I put I parlayed all my uh, NBA together. Yeah. So again, Oof. you throw in a few player props if you're feeling good about them, and you're 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 back in business when there's not a lot of games to bet on. Yeah. But anyways, we'll start off with the results. I'm per pretty much going the exact opposite of Connor. So if you agree with Connor, go with Connor. If you agree with me, go with me. Good luck if you're going to try to split the difference because <laughs> it's a nightmare. But. I got Hornets minus seven and a half versus the Rockets, Bulls minus four and a half versus the Hawks, Celtics minus six versus the Timberwolves, Spurs plus seven versus the Jazz, Suns minus eight versus the Grizzlies, Trailblazers plus one and a half versus the Mavericks, and Nets minus three and a half versus the Clippers. And then when you throw in the three player props, I got Harden under three and a half threes, Brown thirty plus points, and Conley over three and a half rebounds. Now you have the Hail Mary parlay of the day.
Beautiful. Beautiful. Also, so I normally I ask if you guys have something before we wrap up, but I I have something that I have before we wrap up. Okay. So as I've mentioned multiple times on this podcast, I missed out one leg of a parlay last night, right? Um, it was the Clippers, and the, the I had I had Nuggets minus three and a half in the parlay. The Nuggets were up by four with thirty seconds left. The Clippers had the ball. The Clippers shot and missed, but the Clippers got the rebound and they hit a three-pointer, basically eliminating any possibility of me having, of hitting on my bet, right? Now, the important thing here is the guy who hit it. The, the guy on the Clippers that hit the three to basically ruin my hopes, his name was Luke Kennard, okay? Yeah. Now, what's important, or what's special about this is a lot of people on Twitter last night bet did a, did a betting strategy called the max under of Luke Kennard, which basically you go into uh, his his player points, his rebounds, and his assists. You take the alternate lines, and you basically take the under at the very lowest point possible. He actually hit his max under last night on all of those. But you know what he did end up hitting? That three that basically murdered my parlay. So <laughs> he is now on my shit list. And you can bet your ass that tonight, out of pure spite, we say never bet with your heart, but I am betting with my heart here. Tonight, out of spite, I am betting his max under yet again to try to make up for what he did to me last night. All right. You didn't know I was coming with that kind of heat, but I came with it. (laughs) I, I came with it. So Luke Kennard is on my shit list. All right. Just so you know. I will remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he might go off for like 50 points tonight. It might just really, just really grind my gears. But we'll we'll see what happens. All right. All right, Connor. Do you have anything to give to the people before we uh, call it a Monday? I do not. It was crazy to see uh, the Eagles win by so much in just the second half. Your second half bet would have hit. If you took that third quarter, that third quarter was very dominant. Uh, everybody showed up to play. Uh, Jalen Hurts and throwing the ball. I, I can't say I really trust him. Uh, Devontae Smith seemed to move around to find the ball, though, so I have a lot more confidence in Devontae Smith. Uh, Rager is still highly upsetting to watch. Even the announcer said that uh, Eagles fans got pissed off. And he said that live on TV. So that was fun to hear. And he wasn't wrong, but he wasn't allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah. So even he knows that Rager's a major issue for the Eagles. I would not mind if uh, he was gone and Hertz was gone. Dude, Hertz, Hertz is putting up some numbers. You know, yeah, Great for fantasy. Yeah. Terrific for fantasy. Yeah. I don't want him as my quarterback. I want an Eagles win over a fantasy win. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so far, the two have actually coincided pretty well. You're getting you're getting both if you if you have them. Yeah. What's crazy is the uh, Eagles are six and two in their last eight games. Correct. Yeah, we were not even in a conversation about potentially seeking playoff hopes. Right. 
now I'm actually hearing people saying that the Eagles might be a team you don't want to face in the playoffs. Uh, possibly. I, uh, I don't want to say that yet. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, have, um... I hadn't heard much about that until now they're like, this Eagles team kind of looks kind of scary good, and they might surprise some people if they make it into the playoffs. Saw a lot of drop passes from a lot of players yesterday. But we know who didn't drop one. Yes, Lane Johnson, my man. Lane Johnson. All of a sudden, he's your he's your goal line tight end. I have always loved the Eagles' trenches. Yeah, yeah. Terrific players. But uh, Eagles have... Uh, Washington again, and they have the uh, cowgirls last, which they might be. (laughs) They might be benching their players the last week. Oh, geez, that's funny. Yeah. Do you think the the cowgirls, um, if if they had to make a decision, say that their playoff seating was set? They can't get the number one spot because I believe the number one spot is the only thing that matters because I think that's the only one that has a bye this year. So they, they can't get the number one spot. They already clinched the division. They're already in. The, if the Eagles win, the Eagles make it into the playoffs. Do you think that changes the Cowboys' strategy? Do, do the Cowboys not let the Eagles in by any means, but the, the Cowboys say, I know this is a division rival. I know this game's important but I'm still going to rest our starters because we don't want to risk them getting hurt or getting, you know, any kind of issue that might affect us in the playoffs. Or do you think they'll be like, this division rival, we're, we're going to play them tough, we're going to pay, play them full out, regardless of the fact that, you know, everything's pretty much set in stone already. So as of right now, if the playoffs were to happen, the Cowboys would have to play the Eagles. Mm. And I don't know that they want to do that. Really? Right now, yes. Uh, if we weren't on such a hot streak, I would say the Cowboys will smack the Eagles just like they did the uh, football team. Right. But, uh, yeah, there's a bit of a debate in that last week. Do you really want to start Dak Prescott and uh, their uh, nobody running back against a front four that is possibly the best in the league in uh, Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, Barnett, someone that will just destroy your life if they catch you in that backfield. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see that extra week this, this year. Uh, hopefully it'll be some good games. Yeah. Uh, they are down one game to the uh, Packers. I'm not sure if they were tied who would get that, who has more uh, NFC wins or whatnot. So, who knows? Who knows? Not us. <laughs> It'd be decided this week. And uh, hey, we kind of mentioned already, but the Colts, man, the Colts are uh, looking like a team. You hold the number one uh, wild card spot. Yeah, we're we're rolling. The Cardinals look broken, to be honest. Yes, they do. They look very rough. They look like someone I would want to play the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of people are saying that Kyler just looks like a different person since he came back from that injury, which which we see happen a lot in the NFL, especially at the quarterback position, right? You, you have an injury that happens at some point during the season. 
pre versus post injury, you know, different things are going through your head. You're playing the game a bit, even a little bit differently, and it makes a big difference. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Again, we have an episode on Wednesday coming up. So, uh, and I believe as long as Diz is on that show, we will be talking about our FanDuel year in review. It's a nice little thing that FanDuel puts together for everyone that gives them their stats and, you know, accomplishments of their sports betting through their sports book. So uh, a little something to look forward to. But uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Um, and uh, make sure you follow us on YouTube if you want to watch us live. We go live at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time unless otherwise noted. Um, you can search in the YouTube search sports betting by dummies, uh, filter by channel. You should see us. We should be that first one on there. Um, look for the yellow and black logo. You know what it looks like by now. And, uh, hopefully everyone has a nice profitable start to their week. And, uh, we will see you all on Wednesday.